This Week in Tech. Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in the technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, cybersecurity in the spotlight as the U.S. government charges four members of the Chinese military with espionage for hacking the giant credit reporting company Equifax. We'll also talk to the CEO of TrustedSec and Binary Defense about their plans to expand in the Akron area. All this and more coming up. Four members of the Chinese military have been indicted on federal conspiracy charges related to economic espionage, computer fraud, and wire fraud for allegedly hacking credit reporting giant Equifax in 2017. U.S. Attorney General William Barr. The hackers obtained the names, birth dates, and social security numbers of nearly 150 million Americans and the driver's licenses of approximately 10 of at least 10 million Americans. This theft not only caused significant financial damage to Equifax, but invaded the privacy of many millions of Americans and imposed substantial costs and burdens on them as they had to take measures to protect themselves from identity theft. He says it was part of a pattern. This kind of attack on American industry is of a piece with other Chinese illegal acquisitions of sensitive personal data. For years, we have witnessed China's voracious appetite for the personal data of Americans, including the theft of personnel records from the Office of Personnel Management, the intrusion into Marriott hotels and Anthem health insurance companies, and now the wholesale theft of credit and other information from Equifax. This data has economic value, and these thefts can feed China's development of artificial intelligence tools, as well as the creation of intelligence targeting packages. As a result, Barr says they decided to change the way they normally handle espionage cases. We normally don't bring criminal charges against members of another country's military or intelligence services outside the United States. In general, traditional military and intelligence activity is a separate sphere of conduct that ought not be subject of the domestic criminal law. There are exceptions, however. And, he adds, the deliberate, indiscriminate theft of vast amounts of sensitive personal data of civilians, as occurred here, cannot be countenanced. The United States, like other nations, has gathered intelligence throughout its history to ensure that national security and foreign policy decision makers have access to timely, accurate, and insightful information. But we collect information only for legitimate national security purposes. We don't indiscriminately violate the privacy of ordinary citizens. But there's obviously a big challenge when it comes to charging foreign spies with crimes here in the United States. Most notably, how are you going to arrest them? FBI Deputy Director David Bowditch. Some might wonder what good it does when these hackers are seemingly beyond our reach. We answer this question all the time. We, try to t we can't take them into custody, try them in a court of law, and lock them up. Not today, anyway. But one day, these criminals will slip up, and when they do, we'll be there. And we'll keep putting pressure on these bad, bad actors, making sure they understand the risks and the consequences of their actions. 
We'll use our unique authorities, our experiences, and our capabilities with the help of our partners, both at home and abroad, to fight this threat each and every day, and we continue to do so. I want to make one very important point. Our concern is not with the Chinese people or with the Chinese American. It is with the Chinese government and the Chinese Communist Party. Confronting this threat effectively does not mean we should not do business with China, host Chinese business or Chinese students, welcome Chinese visitors, or coexist with China as a country on the, on the world stage. What it does mean is that when China violates our criminal laws and international norms, we will not tolerate it and we will hold them accountable for it. We will protect our nation's innovation and its ideas. And we will protect our citizens' personal information. Now, when it comes to safeguarding personal information, obviously, you need more than just charges filed by law enforcement authorities who may or may not eventually catch and prosecute the criminals who stole your data. What you need is a strong cyber defense team that can keep them from getting into your systems in the first place. And if those systems do get breached, somebody you can call to help you recover your data and get back up and running. Also, do everything they can to make sure it doesn't happen again. So that's where two companies headquartered here in Northeast Ohio come in, Trusted Sec and Binary Defense. I talked to their CEO, David Kennedy, about what they do and their plans to expand and build a new headquarters. We focus on everything cybersecurity related, helping organizations and customers understand what hackers can do to steal information or to cripple infrastructure. So we have hackers on staff that actually simulate bad hackers trying to get into systems. We have people that lockpick doors and break into buildings from a physical security perspective to identify where weaknesses are at. We're essentially simulating what bad folks would do so that people can build defenses against that. And I also started a uh, second company called Binary Defense, which is located in Stowe. And we have about 117 employees there focusing on monitoring for hackers breaking into computer systems. So what we're talking about here is detection and defense. What about mitigation? What happens if a company or a government has been hacked already and now they've got a problem either getting to their data or some of it's been damaged or exfiltrated? What do you do then? We have an entire team dedicated to coming in, looking at how the hackers broke in, figuring out the weaknesses that they used, and then really trying to help that company recover. In addition, we have a, what we call a remediation team that looks at all those vulnerabilities and exposures and helps build those defenses and remediates those issues for the company. So we actually help patch systems, figure out where your exposure weaknesses are, and then from there, actually build a plan to address those weaknesses over time so that organizations can really get stronger as they go along. Everybody's susceptible to a data breach, regardless of who the attackers are, if it's organized crime, if it's your average run-of-the-mill hacker, if it's nation states or adversaries that are different countries. We really help companies try to protect themselves and protect their assets against all of those different types of attacks and then help them respond in the event that something occurs. And so what kind of clients do you have and where are they? We work with around three of the Fortune 5 and about 70% of the Fortune 1000 companies out there worldwide. We have offices in Norway and the UK as well. But we also work with small to medium-sized businesses. And so uh, we work with some of the largest companies in the world that are the massive financial institutions, uh, all the way to retail stores that you shop at every single day, to government installations and facilities. And that's really why, you know, for us, trust is really important because we are dealing with some of the world's most sensitive source code that literally runs the backbone of the internet, that runs our phones, that runs our 
devices that we use on a regular basis. These are the things that can cause a major issue, and we have to ensure that they are protected. And we asked Kennedy if Fairlawn's super-fast municipal broadband service, Fairlawn Gig, had anything to do with their decision to move Trusted Sex headquarters from Strongsville to Fairlawn. That was definitely a major incentive for us. Our, our entire company is run off of the Internet. We have to simulate hackers breaching systems from the outside Internet. We have to have a team that comes in and looks at and, and develops these new techniques and tools so having an infrastructure to support a company like ours that's a very highly technological company was extremely important. And we looked at a number of different areas around the, the greater Cleveland-Akron area. And Fairlawn, we accomplished more in a one-hour meeting with Fairlawn than we had with any other city. We're really excited to go there. And the fiber optics, the infrastructure to be able to support us, 10 gig and, and the fiber channels there was just absolutely incredible. So it was a, definitely a major deciding factor for us. One that, from a technology company perspective, was very enticing for us to go there. And we're really excited to call our home Fairline. I mean, it's going to be a beautiful facility, state-of-the-art. We're going to have a training center there. We're going to get free training and conferences for, for folks. If you want to learn how to protect your kids and things like that, all the way to really high-end training courses, our goal is really to bring and make Fairlawn the, the cybersecurity central area for the state of Ohio. How many employees do you have now and will you be hiring more once you move to Fairlawn and then finally also when are you going to move there? Great question. Our goal is to hopefully be moved in by May or June of 2021. We're not exactly sure buildings and things like that and getting everything kind of up moved to take some time. So it's going to take about a year to actually go and build that. Over at Binary Defense, we have about 117 employees. Over at Trusted Sec, we have 73. And we are growing loose and bounds. We can literally hire another 20 people today. Our goal is really to partner with a number of the different schools, which we already do. We help with the course curriculum around cybersecurity programs. But our goal is really to build a mentorship and training facility at the Fairlawn location to be able to really bring more people and more jobs to that general location. So we're absolutely going to be expanding, hiring a ton of more people. And there's definitely an area where we can actually grow the building even larger if we need to. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news and find more online at WAKR.net.